0: I am absolutely exhausted. I am so tired. I just, I don't know if you have ever felt this way or not, and I'm sure you have because we all have, but have you ever gotten to the place where you just literally wanted to do, Cal Gun, take me away. I know we all have days when we're running on empty, and no matter how hard we work, the list of things we have to do just keeps getting longer and longer, and sometimes you've had one of those days, sometimes it's been one of those weeks, and for many of us, this has been one of those years. And then you hear the dreaded phone ringing, you hear the dogs barking, you hear people knocking at the door, you know you have to get ready for something and you have to keep your mask on and you can't do things as normal, where here are some great things that I'm going to tell you and to remind you about what we do when we are tired and exhausted and weary and empty and have no energy for anything. Well, actually, we do. And there are people that work a lot harder than we do, that are a lot more tired than we are, with a lot fewer resources. And we all know that. But it doesn't help when we're just exhausted. One thing I want to remind you of, in Matthew 11, Jesus is thanking God for revealing knowledge as it is needed. At the end, He closes with a promise of rest. That's how gracious God is to us. We get energy for the day. We are told, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worry of its own. Worry, worry, worry. Be anxious for nothing. But in it, we know all of the words, but we still go through all of this. Here at Christmas, we aren't living as we usually did. We can't make plans to travel because everything says all of the numbers are shooting up. And my sweet mommy in St. Louis says, no, I'd rather spend more Christmases with you than just one this time. And we don't ever want to infect anyone. I know that, and I don't either. But there are certain things we can do and do safely. And unfortunately, I have found them all again. I think. So the radio where my husband and I are on air, we're still very active there and we're still going to the functions when it seems like it's very safe. And so we had a big Christmas to do this week and I had to leave early to run, get in the car to do my Bible study podcast, I'm sorry, Zoom, that we do. And that was crazy, trying to do that in the car with my husband's driving. And it's his birthday this week, so I was trying to get that present wrapped up while we were putting up the Christmas tree lights, and the neighbors were all talking, and then there was football competition. And so we were headed down to Fort Lauderdale for his birthday, and he wanted to do an airboat ride through the Everglades to see all of the alligators and the wild birds and game. And he wanted to see a python. And I'm thinking, what am I doing? Just a month ago, we were lying here thinking, oh, you know what? It's kind of peaceful not having to do anything. And suddenly we're doing things again. And again, the question is asked, who made you do all of this? Nobody. So, we have a Heart Sisters luncheon tomorrow that's going to be safe. And I had to stop by the store on the way home and get some items that I'm taking for that. And now I had to get this podcast in because it has to be done today. And it's already, what, uh, five o'clock, six o'clock at night? And I wasn't going to do it. It would have been the first one that I've missed in the few years I've been doing it. But my husband said, I just got a message that you've had 4,000 downloads. And I said, wow, I guess it's blessing somebody. So okay, God, here we go, exhausted, tired as I am, and I thought, perfect topic. So this is what I found that I thought would help you in God's word. Even Jesus went out into the wilderness to get alone, even away from his disciples, away from those he loved and trusted the most. And so what he did was he got alone and prayed. And he got restored and refreshed because he'd have a million more things coming upon him. You think his cup wasn't overflowing with goodness? Yeah, but he was also overflowing. He was physical just like we are. He got tired. He got weary. He got angry. He had to sleep. And sometimes that's what we need. So instead of trying to ration out all of our emotional and physical energy between all of our commitments that we have, here's the short to-do list. His grace is never ending, and this is all he says to do. He says, "'Come unto me, all of you who are weak and heavy laden, and I will give you rest.'" That's his promise, and here's what he promises us in Matthew 11, my yoke is easy and my burden is light, so we don't have to carry more than he gives us. If we do, and if we're totally exhausted like I am right now, it's because I chose to do the things I wanted to do. I didn't have to put up all of those Christmas decorations before we left. My husband wanted to do them before Thanksgiving. And I said, no, we can't do that. We have to wait until after Thanksgiving. Then we went down to his brothers in Tampa for Thanksgiving. Didn't get them done the next day. We were too tired. Then we had things coming up. You know how it is. So in Colossians 117, in Christ All things hold together. That means the pressure is off of us. It's not on me to do everything that I think I have to do. You know, the earth keeps turning without me. Life keeps going on. One day, each one of us will close our eyes, take our last breath, and we will have eternal rest forever. But until then, be very selective. I'm talking to myself Be selective, Deborah, in what you choose to do, because make sure it's of God and will bless who he wants you to bless. In Isaiah 40, Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings of eagles. We have eagles building nests right outside our lake right here where we live. And we also have blue herons on the other side. In the huge cypress trees, they choose to build their nests. And it's almost like you can see them in competition. Who's going to get your nest built? faster got to keep up with the joneses those herons you know there they don't think about that they just want to feed their babies they fish and eat from day to day and the lilies of the field don't worry about their pretty clothes and god feeds every one of his animals here's another one from second uh, corinthians 9 We are abounding in his goodness, overflowing, he says, unyielding, abounding. God will make all grace abound in us so we can abound in every good work that he has for us to do. When a cup is overflowing, it doesn't have to try to overflow. It just sits under the source and receives it and overflows evenly and naturally. Ah, now that's what I call a good overflowing. And lastly, you know, we always hear, what you sow, you will reap, and that's the truth. But whatever season you are in, in your reaping and in your sowing, I just remember I had a lot more energy when I was young. And I can't do what I used to do then. The old creaking body won't let me climb up on things and run and jump and do cartwheels and somersaults. And, you know, there are things I still can do and want to do. I've learned to be selective the older I get. And the first thing I must select every morning... And Bud and I do this together. If you have somebody that you live with, a roommate or a friend, or even somebody over the phone, do a short little Bible study with them every morning. Pray for one another keep a list. That's what we do. We have a huge prayer list and we want to make sure we get that covered because you know how many people called and wished Bud happy birthday and all of the things that we got in the mail. And, you know, we know we are so loved and I thank God for that because we love greatly too. I love being on Facebook, unlike many, because I get to see all of the sweet faces that I remember from times when they were my students or from a church we went to in St. Louis or from family and friends across the nation all the way from one end to the other. God is good. So this season, get things done that you have to do. Dole out and delegate things you can to your family and friends, and just don't worry about it enjoy this blessed season of Christmas. Yeah, I'm talking to myself. I got to listen to this back when I finish. God, thank you for this blessed season that you came to this old dark earth to die for us. Thank you that you loved us so much, God, you sent your only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in you shall have eternal life. We won't perish, And thank you, God, that we can consider the lilies of the field and the birds of the air. They don't worry or fret. They trust you from day to day to get enough, to have enough, and to be enough. And I pray that for my friend that is listening, and I pray that for myself. Thank you, God, that we are so overflowing in abundance, even in the midst of this COVID season. Help us to be a blessing to those that need to be blessed. And I pray this for my friends listening and for myself in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my friends. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you wanna share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.